coming up on this episode of Here's an Idea. So you would not be able to look at this shirt and say, okay, this shirt is a, is a microphone or this shirt has memory or this shirt is capable of doing computations because the technology is really at the fiber level. Wow. That's exciting. That's really yeah. cool. The, the days of the, the computer, the phone in a glass box, a steel, whatever metal glass box that sits in our pocket or pocket book is numbered. The future of computing is in fabrics. Fabrics haven't changed all that much. For years, a shirt has quite simply been a shirt. But a team at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology wants to add function to the fibers. What if your shirt, for example, contained electronics that could track your heartbeat or the heartbeat of your unborn child? I'm Billy Hurley, and welcome to another episode of Here's an Idea. A team from MIT and the Rhode Island School of Design created a fabric microphone, quite literally turning your clothing into a detector of sound. And the integration of electronics is subtle. The technology blends in with the material visually, and it's comfortable to the wearer, according to our guest this week, Dr. Yoel Fink. Fink, a lead researcher on the project and a professor at MIT, had plenty to say during our interview about the team's microphone and how the future of electronics is based in fabrics. Here's my interview with Dr. Yoel Fink. My sense is that smart clothing hasn't necessarily caught on. So yeah. why do you think that is? And do you- well, It doesn't, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll first say that um, I don't think it exists yet, which is why it hasn't caught on. Um, folks refer to this field as wearables. And, you know, I'll just point out that wearables is a word for things we don't wear. What we wear, we call clothes. <laughs> and the technology, the engineering, even the science of how to get uh, fabrics and fibers to do special things is only now emerging. And so that, that future is just happening now. Uh, the idea that you're going to put on watches or trinkets and all that stuff, I think has met adoption hurdles which limit the horizon of sort of the so-called wearables. So we don't do wearables. We do the stuff you wear. <laughs> uh-huh. And what does it feel like to wear this? The key is to interfere to a very, to the least amount or maybe not at all with the fabric itself, make it look and feel just like a normal fabric. In that respect, the technology is essentially imperceivable or imperceptible or transparent. So you would not be able to look at this shirt and say, okay, this shirt is a, is a microphone or this shirt has memory or this shirt is capable of doing computations because the technology is really at the fiber level. You know, I think the important thing to realize is that what we're talking about here is um, changing, among other things, the aesthetics of technology. Why haven't wearables succeeded with you know, some, some exceptions, but haven't, haven't delivered on the promise. There's three reasons. Uh, number one has to do with convenience. I think we prefer to walk around with the least amount of stuff that we carry. Uh, number two has to do with aesthetics. They're not very aesthetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number three is in terms of, of value proposition, they're not really capable capable of delivering 
for example, the health benefits that we think eventually fabrics will. And so I think of those three counts, there is uh, room for improvement and that's what we're after. So you held up the fabric microphone. Can you- One of them, yeah, one of them. Yeah, can you kind of describe it and yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah. how you get it to kind of camouflage into the, the fabric like that? Yeah, and the key to, you know, uh, conceal, concealing or not, not becoming obtrusive is fitting into the material itself on the very primitive level. And so the fiber level, and so that's one key. Another key, I think, which maybe also has to do with cost is that you don't really wanna use a lot of any material. You wanna you know, rely on the normal fabric material. And can you describe the functional fiber? First thing is realizing that when we're having this conversation, there are small waves that are going through our fabrics, similar to you know, the waves in, in the ocean. I think people, it's not, maybe it's not, doesn't come to them as a great surprise that fabrics behave in some ways like a fluid, that's right. We talk about fabric flow, mm -hmm. but the, obviously it is a soft. So first thing to realize is we're having a conversation. The fabrics that we're wearing have small little waves going through them. We don't see them because they're just too small. Now to capture them, we need a fiber. And this is where the design came in, which bends you know, with the fabric, with these waves. So that was number one. And number two is we wanted it not just to bend with the waves in the fabric, but also to report on them electrically. So when the thing bends, there's actually a little report that goes out. And if you sit at the edge of the fiber, you know that it bent. So what do you do with that report to provide, and how would so, you display it in a way that's, yeah. that's helpful to the wearer? There's where we are now and there's where we're going. Where we are now, we connect this fiber. There's actually four little... You don't see it here, but there you see there's four holes in this thing. I don't know. Yep. These, those four holes have micro wires going through them here. So mm -hmm. there's 40 micron um, copper wires going through them. Those wires get connected to a circuit. The circuit grabs information and converts it to digital format and allows us to do uh, signal processing and figure out what's going on. Okay, that's how it's done now. A year ago, we published a paper that talked about a digital fiber. So that fiber could take signals that are analog converted to that basically allows you to store digital information and takes and, and actually has memory and also has a computer program. It actually is a programmable fiber. Okay, so now you're taking a fiber that could measure something and you have another fiber that could store and analyze it. You put these things together and you start seeing how a fabric is going to be a, become a computer. And that's mm -hmm what we're aiming for. So we're not quite there now, but we're not too far away either. Yeah. Can you kind of, can you kind of envision early applications for this? As far as the microphones go, I think one thing which is pretty obvious is that, you know, our fibers, our fabrics capture in some ways, the soundtrack of our lives. What I mean by that is all of the interactions you're having are typically done acoustically, and so all the sound you that goes around you, all the conversations you have, all of that is one part of the soundtrack. And the other part of the soundtrack is um, your body is broadcasting acoustically. You know, every time your heart beats, every time you take a breath, every time you bend your arm, every time you walk, every time a joint moves there, every time blood flows, there's sound. The fabrics capture all of that. All of that sound gets into a fabric and is lost, turned into heat. So 
what we're trying to do here is say, could we make that soundtrack of our lives accessible to us? And then you ask, well, why, what would I do with it? Well, there's a few interesting things that, that come to mind. The first thing we show is listening to our heart. The, this is not listening to the electrical signal of the heart. This is listening to the heart itself. The heart is a, is a pump. And what we're listening to is the valves and the operation of that pump. I think people sometimes confuse the monitoring and, and actuation or the control system with the system itself. And so, yeah, monitoring the heart electrically is important. Electrical signals don't tell the whole story. Okay, so sitting on your wrist doesn't tell you the real story about what's happening in your heart, which is why when you have issues, you actually need to listen to it. So that's one piece. Second piece, now there's some fraction of the population that have heart issues. There's a much larger fraction of the population that becomes pregnant at some point in their lives. And one of the things that we're talking about is how to monitor the unborn and listen to the, the way unborn communicate is through their, the sounds and actually through their movement and also through their heart. Being able to listen to the heart of the unborn is going to gives tremendous information about their health and, and, and well-being. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, the largest group are the groups that are having hearing deficiencies, which is all of us. We all eventually will have hearing deficiencies. That's something people don't recognize. We will all lose our hearing <laughs> over time. Where you say, well, that's a solved problem. We're just getting a hearing aid. Well, hearing aids work in quiet environments, not noisy Noise environments, they tend to overwhelm you. Um, so this kind of gets to the question or the question of why do we have two ears? And the reason we have two ears is, and two eyes is because it allows us to get a sense of depth and of directionality. And by having multiple fibers in a fabric, we actually show in the paper that we could discern the direction of sound. We think that could really be transformative to people that have hearing aids and that want to impart a directional capability to those hearing aids. Wow. That's exciting. That's really yeah. cool. My my last question here: what's what's next? What are you what are you working uh, on? Well, I I'm already you know I'll mention that it's called fabric computing. In fact, we have a course now. I'm, I'm teaching a course at MIT called Computing Fabrics, where we're showing how the world of compute computation and the world of fabrics are converging, and I think that will have tremendous implications for the future of all of us. Mm -hmm. We're the, the the days of the the computer, the phone in a glass box, a steel, whatever metal glass box that sits in our pocket or pocket book is numbered. The future of computing is in fabrics. That's exciting. I'm really glad I hey, talked yeah. to you. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Hey, uh, pleasure. This has been an episode of Here's an Idea. If you'd like to learn more about the functional fibers you've heard about today, go to our episode page at techbriefs.com slash podcast where you can see photos and watch videos, and you can also listen to previous episodes of Here's an Idea. If you like this episode, subscribe to this podcast series on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question for Dr. Fink or any comments about the episode, email us at podcasts with an S at saemediagroup.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>